Good morning, die-harders. Who's ready to live free or die hard? This is the SW Experience, and I am the Shogun. And here we go. something by now like i don't know announce a director or some shit man like, do they even have one like sony is a lot's happening in sony a lot is happening there's like a constant fire <laughs> happening at sony and they're just they're just constantly in panic mode but uh i don't know they're probably just still looking you know like they might have a lead star but you know how directors can just like drop movies last minute and be like okay fuck this movie i'm out you know, the Blade director left. So, you know, there's there's like lots of things that can, that can happen. Things that are like unpredictable. Yeah, what's so the fuck happening with that, man? Like, that movie has no one yet. Like with Blade, that director had been there since since they cast Mahersh Ali. He'd been there for years at that point. Now... Yeah, he was there, he was there since D23, 2019. So, you know, that was a long time to be involved in that movie only to pull out when principal photography should start. So I don't know what happened. Creative, you know, you know how marvelous sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. But with Mahershala well, you know, Ali... Sometimes, you know, they, they can be assholes as well. thing is with Mahershala Ali coming out and saying, like, hey, the script is weak, that's, like, serious cause for concern, yeah, weak, man. Weak script. And I honestly saw, saw it in the, you know, I, I kind of saw it in the wings of... Yeah. And I, yeah, 
because again, I know Marvel has like you know this kind of reputation of <clears throat> sometimes they will exercise their power and be like we're not going to let the director have creative power and whatnot. Sometimes you know Edgar Wright comes to mind, Scott Derrickson comes to mind. I get that, but at the same time, they do several concessions for big time actors, especially actors they procured because of a very serious award streak. Just look at how much they paid Terrence Howard in OA. They paid him three million bucks. You know, yeah. That was like his star demanding power. Um, you look at a movie like, like Guardians Two. You know, Gun Gun had um, Pratt have several like you know writing writing uh, criticisms and stuff like that. I think the bigger you are, the more power they give you. And I don't want to assume things, but I think Mahershala has heavy pull on the director of Blade and the writers. I mean, he's the star. That's got why he was, and he's a four-time Oscar winner, so he's quite big. And yeah. I think right now, and just for the mere virtue that he's able to speak out and say that this movie is ass and Marvel isn't doing anything about it, I, 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 I definitely think that Blade has all of the... Well, Mahershala in this case, he has all of the dicks in his, you know, on his like side. Yeah, it's definitely how it seems. Um, there was. Imagine if you're like yeah. starting in a movie, um, or like you're like a producer, and you, and you just cast this person, right? And then like nine months later, he says that yeah, this movie's kind of trash so far. It's not really, it's not, it's not really good. I'm a bit disappointed. That would be a media firestorm. That would cause a lot of trouble. And I'm not saying that the actor would get fired, but you know there would be certain repercussions. Yeah. But I don't think that that is the case with Marshall. Like, I think he just has like immunity, and he can kind of pick and choose whatever he wants, whoever he wants, and he can kind of say whatever he wants without that sort of, you know, Disney slap on the wrist. He's just that big. Yeah, it definitely seems that way. But with um, with regards to like it, dude, it's seriously worrying that all oh, months and months we don't hear anything, and the first thing we hear is the director's gone, the script is weak, and it's, the movie's bad. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, that's like, <laughs> it's like, what do you mean it's bad, bro? <laughs> you know, you're in the movie. Like, imagine if Paul Rudd was like. Yeah, Kai Dynasty sucks. Or, you know, he's saying, like, yeah, my movie sucks, guys. You know, it needs to be fixed. It really sucks. Like, why would anyone say that? That's very worrying. You know, yeah, it was like the worst experience because he did all of, like, the stunts himself and it, like, wreaked havoc on his body or whatever. And there was like, you know, he regrets how he filmed it because he was so worried about how he looked. He put more emphasis on like how he looked in a shot than whether or not the shot was good. So like that had me worried. Like, hey, is this movie going to be yeah. really shit or something? Like, dude. And to be yeah. honest, it was okay. It it was okay. I'm not gonna, it wasn't a bad movie, but like, yeah, it's definitely there. See. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. 
Shut up, Siri. I'm not talking. Why is Siri talking to me? Babe, are you connected? No, like, I think we just wait, honestly. Yeah. Like, there's not much to really comment because we know very little. So. It's a waiting game. Yeah. It's a, but it's an awkward one. It's not painful, but it's definitely awkward. I mean, if we were doing this, like, two years ago, we could say, like, hey, man, it's Marvel. You know, in Feige, we trust. No worries. It's going to turn out yeah. okay. But this is two years later, no, and No Way Home, like, and yeah, Thor 4. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you, you look at the other side of the pond, though. Mm. Did you see, um, I, think, I, I, I think it's out, but, like, where will my night I think it's busy plus. I've been too busy. You know, Didn't you get like a check? But I, 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 I think it went live like yesterday. Didn't you get like a ninety on like, Run Tomatoes or something? Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, it's, 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 it's actually doing quite well. But um, there's there's several things there, and again, I have not watched it. I haven't even watched the trailer. So I don't know what's really like going on, going on. I I saw the teaser, but not the trailer. Yeah. So all, all I saw was like one thing with uh, a character who looks like Kristen Ritter, but is not Kristen Ritter. But then, yeah, because um, I think the name Jessica Jones was trending. Really? So when I clicked it, I just saw people comparing her to this lady on Wheel of Finite. Mm. But I haven't watched it. But apparently it's good. So, you know, that's something. And it's rated like 15 MA, which is the highest rating ever, even for like uh, Netflix, because Netflix was like 14. So yeah, that that's promising. A second highest. There that's was, um, you know, that that blonde movie um, thing, Anna De Armas's biopic about uh, who's that chick? Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The her biopic was oh. NC17. Yeah. I'm talking about MCU. Oh, okay. Just the yeah. highest Marvel. Oh, like, okay. Sure. Uh, uh, maybe besides, because again, it's technically canon now, but not really. Deadpool 1 and 2. But the Netflix shows are all 14. Prejudice and like, and prejudice and violence. Sex for Luke Cage and Daredevil and whatnot. But yeah, this is the highest rating we've got so far. So that should say something. I hope. Yeah, it really would. But um I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. I've honestly been looking forward to Werewolf by Night since I heard it on a podcast, man. Like I I had no idea who the fuck Werewolf by Night is till I heard like Kevin Smith talking about it cuz he he was doing yeah. a pilot, like a a pilot episode for like a TV show about you you basically Toy Story but at Disneyland, you know, like waterfall, the the Disney attractions and whatever came to life at night, like like night at the museum meets Toy Story, basically. And they told him the reason was because uh, Marvel Studios Film Division is using that character. And it's for a project down the line. And that's when everyone was like, oh, shit, they're going to do Werewolf by Night. So, yeah. You can, you can, you can keep 
talking, I'm just uh, I'm, I'm muting because I have to uh, think I have to watch something. So just keep talking. I'm still listening. All right, it's cool. So yeah, like yeah, from that side of things, that's when I was like, you know, oh, like w- like who is this werewolf by night character that I've been hearing about? You know, that's so they got a plan for so far down the line that they haven't announced yet. But they're like, no, 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 you can't use them just yet. You know, we got plans for this dude. So I looked it up and I'm like, damn, this is some like serious shit. This is like some pulp. Like, I don't know. How do I compare? It's like, like 70s horror movie, the grindhouse horror movie shit, basically, you know? So I heard like Marvel has something to do with that. And I was like, damn, you know, like. Marvel, because Marvel loves to announce it in advance, years and years in advance, and they're like, we have something planned with this dude, but we're not announcing anything. It shows like, hey, this must be a pretty big deal. So I did some research on this Werewolf by Night guy, and it was like, this is actually pretty good. I'm seriously psyched for this, man. They haven't announced anything or whatever, but I'm going to be looking forward to it. And then when I saw this teaser, D23, it was like, yes, finally, man. We got Werewolf by Night in this motherfucker. And it's going to be gory. Yes, dude. This is awesome. Because I was worried there for a bit. Because, like, Marvel Marvel does pretty good shit. But they're they're, um, very PG, for lack of a better term. They're very, very fucking PG. So I was... As excited as I was that we were getting Werewolf by Night, I was also worried because I'm like, man, they're going to water this down. Just, you know, because... But at the same time, there have been, like, flourishes of, like, pushing that PG-13 to its limit. But that's been outside of Marvel. Cause, they definitely yeah. uh, push the envelope with Moonlight. Um, yeah. Yeah, he kicked some serious ass on that show, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, although there wasn't as much blood as what I thought there'd be, there was definitely blood. You know, there was definitely red, you know, yeah. liquid. <laughs> Whatever you want to call blood, but yeah. Uh, I think even Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well, right? They had a lot of blood. Yeah, he... Not like a lot, he, but... Killed people. Like Falcon killed people. So, like. And of course, we can't forget uh, John Walker's shield. Well, not his shield, but Cap's shield. Yeah, he beheaded the guy, man. The blood from someone's neck—that's truly revolting. Yep. Imagine how that must have looked. Just a decapitated head, like, like I've seen like those gore videos, like those Islam, you know, those like you know decapitation videos, and that shit is scary. Imagine seeing that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, John I don't think he's gonna jail for that. That's like that's it's not just murder. It's like it's serial killer murder. Cause decapitate? Yeah. What are you ISIS? The fuck? It's crazy. Yeah, but like he got away with that shit, man. He basically got away with that that's shit. The thing. Yeah, cause of. Connections and the strings she pulled. Yeah, but with I um, who she works for. I don't think. I really do. You, you think John Walker, like, would? Oh, you think the government would have been all right with him de- beheading somebody, 
as if like there weren't a crowd of people around like videographing that shit if it just happened like behind the scenes yeah I mean here's the thing uh, government kills a lot you know broke into his house you know his private humble abode and they killed him in front of his kid uh, so the US government is pretty you know it's pretty ruthless they don't really have much they don't have as, as many moral qualms with killing anyone in any way but I do think for the sake of good and bad PR, they would avoid a public murder. But yeah, if John was, you know, doing like, you know, if he had like a death squad that operated at night, they would, oh my God, they would funnel billions into that, you know. Yeah. They would support that with their chest because you have the ultimate soldier, you know. Can't get a hit, you know, you can't touch him, you can't do anything. He's the perfect soldier. He's the, he's the perfect killing machine. You just kill it, you know. You know I hate he was killing before he got powers. Now he's got powers. So, yeah, I would assume that they're gonna support him with everything they got, especially since that they know that they can't, they can't reel in other heroes since the since of course the Sokovia Accords have been repealed and whatnot. So they don't really have anyone under their control anymore. John is their only guy. Yeah. Even with the Sokovia and Accord thing, ones. wait, were the Sokovia Accords for all superheroes or just the Avengers? It was essentially like a an, an adaptation of the superhero registration act. Like it works in the same way. If you're a hero and you're operating, you have to register. If you don't, you retire. Otherwise, you will be arrested. The only issue is the MCU, such a closed-off world. We don't see that many heroes being arrested and or in the raft because, again, there aren't that many characters. But of course, in Civil War, you know, you had people like Wolverine arrested. The X, you know. A, 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 a few of the extent you had you had a, a diverse multitude of heroes either being arrested and then being sent to battle world um or you know it's just it's just the ones who accepted it and they work alongside with tony and reed richards and whatnot so obviously the comics is a is a is a bigger world by the, by the mere virtue that marvel can use any character they want in comics but in the mcu we're limited so even though these days there are more heroes and, you know, zany characters and powers popping up, you know, like in She-Hulk, you had your, you had your man bull, you know, you had your porcupine, you had your El Matador, like you had many heroes in She-Hulk pop up. But of course, those heroes are only able to come now because of where we are now, you know, we're like 20 something movies in, we're like 26 movies in. They're only able to show up now because we've, not only bought more characters, but we are able to introduce bigger aspects of our universe. So any hero who was operating back then would have been arrested. It's just that we did not see it because, of course, there were no actual people to cast as those heroes and whatnot. But everyone would have been uh, applicable, even Daredevil, which is why uh, he even knew about it, you know, not just being a lawyer, but it was in his best interest to keep up with them being a superhero himself. But yeah, for the mere virtue that Daredevil knows about them and whatnot, just to remove the fact that it's public record, it's, it's, it's public knowledge, uh, I would assume that he respectfully declined them and maybe operated in the shadows, you know, and we, we might see that, but, you know, in, in Born Again. Um, but they've definitely made it a fact that this is the same guy. Yeah. Kind of hammered it down from the theme to the to just 
him talking and you know the context clues he's very much the same guy from from Netflix and I'm glad they kept it that way which would mean that Fisk is also the same guy from the you know show of course you know you're gonna have things that are be different like the fact that it's now a daredevil in the MCU so he can't be as grounded as what he was in Netflix so you know now he's doing like crazy Batman night wing flips you know he's he's jumping off buildings and you know swinging and you know flipping himself into lower levels it's crazy you know it should be never did but because now he's in the MCU he needs to be amped to keep up just like Wilson Fisk was amped in Hawkeye like he was ridiculously strong he he should not have been that strong but he but of course Kingpin himself is that strong he got blown so up to, and lived they just... had to slightly yeah they had to slightly alter the power set of these characters and the scaling like Daredevil and She-Hulk like that fight I know it wasn't a fight it was mostly an evasion really he was, a, he, he was evading it wasn't a fight his his level of agility in what we saw that's like Spider-Man agility like he was there was a point where She-Hulk punched the floor uh, of the parking lot and the entire ground like like broke apart and split open and he just you know he fell but he raised himself with the two sides of the building of, of, of the floor that was falling and he flipped himself over to a car like that that's crazy you know Netflix him can't do that he cannot do that he would die he would fall to his death you know or be in like critical condition you know whatever but obviously if you're an MCU you have to do that you have to be able to do that and so he does that yeah but it's still the same guy and I like that very much the same. I think now, you know, fans can shut up now, you know, because they play the actual fucking theme. So you guys can shut up. Like, these fans, ah, it's a reboot, it's a suffering. No, it's, it's, it's the exact same guy. Okay, deal with it. I know you must be butthurt because you love Netflix and you know how everyone has like this like bandwagon nature when it comes to hating on Disney and Marvel. No, yeah. they've ruined this character. Da, 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 da. This character was better when it was da, 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 da. It's like, yeah. dude, come on, yeah, shut the fuck up. A couple of weeks ago, you weren't even talking about this character. So just, you know, pump the brakes, you man. See, uh, no, but, no, but, no, but the thing is, I've never complained. I've never gone, Disney's going to ruin it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, not like a... I'm not saying I'm, you I'm did, man. Like I'm just saying like I'm those dudes. Team, yeah. Bro. Those kind of so, people, like you know, uh, yeah. I'm glad now that they've confirmed that it's still him, so they could just shut up. Because I was scrolling through so many debates in the Marvel Studios subreddit, um, the what is this, uh, the Hawkeye subreddit. People are talking about oh, it's, it's a it's a different Wilson Fisk. You can't see that. You're just dumb. Oh my God, people. Oh, just YouTube videos, man. Essays, forty-minute video essays about how this character is not the same, and how you know, using interviews, we can we can decipher that it's a reboot. No, shut up, everyone, shut up. It's not. Case closed, and I'm happy. So now we just have to wait for Born Again, and we will see where in the timeline it takes place. Because it could be like, it could just immediately continue from. Season three, because again, in 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 Born Again, he has a red suit. It's been confirmed. You know, leakers have already confirmed that he has a red suit again. It's not it's not the mustard. It's not the classic suit. So, given that he has a red suit in Born Again, does that mean the Luke designer made him a new suit and is still set in the current timeline of 2025? 
Or are they going to go back to season three and carry on there? I don't know. But it will be, it will certainly be something worth waiting for. Yeah. Problem with make, going yeah. back and making uh, seasons one to three canon is like now every other show has to do that because, like, you gotta bring That's in Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, the the fucking Defenders, man. Just... Yeah, I mean, I mean the thing is though, you can easily uh, recast the Defenders because they're not as important to the grand narrative. Because if they were, then you would have had Mike Coulter and She-Hulk and not Charlie Cox. Clearly, Daredevil is the bigger hero in this case, and clearly they they're gonna take more um, like more attention and just there's a higher level of care for the Daredevil property and whatnot that has not been exhibited for these other shows like Iron Fist and Luke Cage. So I would. I would not be surprised at all in the slightest if they recast my culture and uh, damn, I forgot his name. The guy who played Iron Fist. I know his name, but like it's it's something. Let's something be honest, British the show wasn't British. that memorable. You know, just uh, yeah. I I wasn't too offended with Iron Fist. I know everyone hated it because you know it's. Oh, look at this white boy. He probably didn't even do a day of training before he filmed the scene. Eh, I honestly didn't care that much. You know, the only thing I wanted to see was a suit, and we didn't get that. Like, we got something that looks like a suit in the flashback, but of course, that's not really the Einfuss suit. It was his training suit when he was in Kanlan. But, you know, that's whatever. It wasn't as offensive to me. Uh, purely because of just like, you know, uh, the the connecting villains so yeah that movie totally wasted I mean that show had Sigourney Weaver as a villain and she was wasted man you know what she could definitely come back she could she definitely could yeah I mean once she gets off the set of James Cameron's Avatar sequels totally yeah Yeah. in fact I, not that I thought, but I had a thing, and I, I told no one about this. I was like, if we're going to see Wilson in Hawkeye, who else are we going to see from, like, the New York underground criminal enterprise? Because she should be there, you know? I, I certainly wouldn't mind having her back. She's a phenomenal actress. Um, she was she was very good in Rick and Morty as a therapist. I, I, I do like her work. Yeah, I, I don't mind her being this female big, you know, big bad villain for the street level heroes. I, I do not mind that. Yeah, but so, isn't that yeah, kind of Val's thing? You know, Madame Gao too. I don't know how old that lady is now, but yeah, she could definitely come back as well. But the whole um, female big bad for like the street level heroes, isn't that kind of what Val is doing now? I mean, with the... No, Val isn't a villain. She's a... She's a she's a Nick Fury. She's recruiting. She's not like uh, there'll never be a movie where she's the villain. She might turn, but she'll never be like the main villain. She'll just be a, a, a piece of the puzzle. Because someone is bankrolling her, you know. It's not just her money that she's using to facilitate all of these 
you know, private meetings with these heroes and, you know, recruitment. Someone is bankrolling her. Whoever it is, I don't know. I don't yeah. think it's Sharon. That's too easy. You know, kind of a cop out. No, they actually, you know, they originally wanted, um, like, Sharon Carter to be, like, the big bad in the next, in Captain America New World Order, but they changed their minds, like, I don't know, because yeah, they saw people's the reactions leader. to, like, they revealed that's that the Sharon was a power broker, so. Their leader, like, that's kind of. That's such a weird privilege. Because the leader's strong. You know, it's, it's, it's not even because he's strong. He's not strong, you know. Samuel, um. Stearns, he, yeah. The leader isn't a physically imposing person. He's a mentally imposing person. He's never, he never once fought while, you know, he was in intelligentsia. He always had goons and robots and shit like that. But it's just a weird pairing. Captain America and the leader. It's just weird, you know? Yeah, I think... Especially since there's yeah. like, um, you know, and again, uh, this is still very, very shaky news. Particularly because they have not uh, confirmed it, like the leakers. It's just speculation. It's speculation and rumors. There's a difference between actual scoops from leakers and rumors. And this is a rumor. But she, Hulk, might appear in New World Order. But again, rumor. Yeah. That's. The thing is, even if she did, like, you think it would take the shine away from Sam to have, like, another That's hero in his movie? Not just another person. Another person who's so much stronger than you. In your own movie. What do you do at that point? Mm. Yeah. I think they'll do that to try and... Yeah, but she was never that vibe. That was more of a Luke Cage, Daredevil thing, you know? No, but like, the dynamic between... So, okay, so I don't know if you've read the comics for Hero So Higher, but the dynamic between Danny Rand and Luke Cage is very, like, jovial and friendship It feels very reminiscent of, like, uh, like, who's this? Uh, Asterix and Obelix, like that. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a very nice, like, like that dynamic duo. And, of course, that duo also has a power discrepancy. Luke Cage being far 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 stronger but you know i could see it being kind of like that vibe where it's not like this one person has so much dominance over a particular scene but rather that they're working hand in hand but also yeah i don't know i i don't see she hulk being like the build you know second starring actress so if anything it could just be a minor role or a minor appearance i don't think the entire movie would be dominated by she hulk and sam wilson or a cameo, you know, considering that Marvel has now branded any appearance under 15 minutes is now a cameo, apparently. Just... That might be interesting to see, but it's just, the execution will be very, very, uh, it'll have to be very important. You think we'll ever see AIM come back? someone who either knew Aldridge or worked under him 
something like that, you know, kind of like a mysterious thing with Tony Stark, and he worked for Stark Industries, and he actually created Bob not Tony. If there's a dynamic like that where someone else took over the reins of AIM after Aldrich was killed, maybe I could see that. Or if Hammer comes back and, you know, if, if Hammer is back and it's Armor Wars and then we see AIM as well because maybe he's working with AIM, I don't know. But it'll, it'll, it'll all hinge on Hammer coming back. Yeah, I mean, he's gotta. It's Armor Wars. I mean, who else... Who else they're gonna have? Yeah, and he's in, and he was in jail <clears throat> for nine years. Yeah, there's definitely gonna be with like, them, yeah, you could have escaped. Could have. You know, with the with the accords repealed. In fact, they weren't really like repealed. They kind, of, they just kind of fell. They just kind of fell down the wayside because in any game you can clearly see that the accords are not active at this point. I think everyone just gave up. Like, ah, fuck it. Like, we have bigger things to worry about now, man. Exactly. So, maybe in the chaos, he escaped. Because, again, I mean, if Sharon was able to evade them, you know, since before Infinity War, then Hammer should be able to get himself out of jail in a moment of chaos. In In a time of chaos, he should be. Yeah. If Sharon can manage evading them even before the snap. Like, dude has been slowly rebuilding his empire behind the scenes, taking advantage of, like, the gap. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, if he's still in jail, then he's incredibly incompetent. (laughs) (laughs) Sharon managed to out of jail for, like, you know, eight years. And what are you doing? You're just taking the fucking piss, sitting in jail. You couldn't buy yourself up. With, um, thing is, th- you know what weirded me out was I when I like found out that Armor Wars was going to be announced, I thought, like, okay, Vanko's going to come back somehow. Because, g- get this, originally in Iron Man 2, there was a yeah, scene. Yeah, he survives. Yeah, the, yeah, so I'm like, okay, Vanko's going to come back. Because originally, like, they just wanted to blow him up, like, straight up, just have. Yeah. Rody fire a missile and it blows him up but they changed the ending to be like more mysterious like in the event they wanted to bring him back so I'm like sure they're gonna bring him back here right no other place he fits Uh, in does Mickey wanna do it though highly unlikely I mean he old isn't Mickey like 80 now that's what I'm saying like either they recast you know they're probably gonna recast the character if and when they do bring him back They've done it before. Oh, wow. He's actually younger than Samuel Jackson. That's crazy. He don't look like it, though. Definitely isn't like He's two years younger. Dude, Samuel Jackson is older than both Giancarlo Esposito and Mickey Rourke, but he looks better than both of them. What the hell is that? Dude. That's crazy. It certainly is, man. Definitely gives one pause, bro. Hey, for Mickey... Yeah. Mickey Rourke since Iron Man 2 hasn't I mean, exactly, look, you know. Here's the thing. Mickey, he's not out of shape, but he's old. You know, he boxed a few years back at like 63 or 64 and he won a match or a couple matches. Like, Mickey's a healthy dude, but he's old. And I don't know if he wants to come back for that. Yeah. Especially for like an, a 
an undisclosed amount of years. Oh yeah, there it is. Like this is this is impressive. You know, he beats this guy who's like more than half his age. Okay, I'm gonna put it in your check because this just looks weird. Uh, <laughs> just putting a random picture of Mickey Rourke in our group chat is weird, <laughs> especially when there's no context behind it. So the guy, so the guy on his left, he's he's more than half his age, and he beat him in a match. So you know, he's not like a, a decrepit old man, but damn, he looks old. Well, now he looks old because given that this was literally eight years ago, so it's not gonna be the same. This is what Mickey looks like these days, which is not good at all. And I, I don't want to see this on my screen because it would, it would hurt my eyes greatly. Ew. I don't want to see that on my screen. I do not. That, 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 that's Mickey circa October last year. So yeah, he's kind of fucked. His face is all like puffy and shit, man. It looks like a mask. Like... See, the thing is, Mickey got Botox in the 90s, so that did fuck with his aging. He would not look this bad if he didn't do Botox. You know? Because how, how the fuck do you look like this, right, in 1994, but you look that bad 20, 25 years later? I mean, 28 years later. Holy shit, time flies. I'm only thinking of 25 because for the longest time, uh, when 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 people would ask me, I would say my birth 25 because, you know, that was what it was back then. But now I keep yeah. thinking, wait a minute. 94 was 25 years ago. It was 28 years ago, which is crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that's on 94. Like, come on, dog. Come on. Come on. That's just nuts. Yeah. It's crazy, you know, like just it's it's so bizarre how time goes by so seemingly so fast. Like Dude, Botox kills. Botox destroys you. Jesus, because dude. Like how how in the hell are you gonna tell me that this picture right here, this picture of Samuel L. Jackson is from 2020 when you were 71 years old. How are you going to tell me that? How the hell are you going to tell me that? And how are you going to expect me to believe it? But it's true. You were 71 in this photo. It was two years ago. It's fucking crazy. Yep. Like, <laughs> Black is crazy. Black don't cry. Yeah. It helps that he takes care of himself, though. He's not... He's never he been... Does. He's never been out of shape. So, yeah. Yeah. Never been fat, you know. Maybe a little bit chubby as Nick Fury, but nothing too crazy because you know the trench coat hides most of it. It's it's, it's just the gut, really. Yeah. It's just the gut. Hey, but, yeah. but Rourke though, man, like fuck's sake, man. Dude, he's just. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it, this, it's definitely the Botox, dude. Dude is scary looking, like, man. What the, the hell? Like George Clooney. George Clooney has looked good for thirty years, and he's like sixty now. It's only yeah. 10 years younger than Mickey Rourke. George Kinney will not look bad in 10 years. But Mickey in 10 years? Oof, my lord. I'm scared of that. Yeah, the, we do not need that on our screens. Like, we, we could totally recast the character. It's not like there's going to be this massive outcry of, no, they should have got Mickey Rourke back. Like, nah, just... just... Dude. Chill. And, and... It, it, I, Okay, let me just see. I'm trying to, trying to find a picture of 
Jackson in 94. Okay, this is Jackson in 96. This is him in 96, but just to compare how different these guys age. Jackson in 96, Mickey in 94, and Damn. then Mickey in 21, and then Jackson in 20. Like, look at that. It's fucking crazy. It aged extremely well, man. It looked practically yeah. the same. You could say... This you is could... like two... It's like three years before he did a shaft. Because he did shaft in like 99. Yeah. But just look at that, man. That's you could easily say like the diff- there's two years between these two pictures or something. Not like 20. Yeah, like yeah. if anything, it's just like... The, and I don't know what the name is because there's crow's feet for the eyes. But that's like nose... Nose crow's feet? I don't know. Nasal fold. Like, yeah. Yeah, whatever you call it. That's the only difference, really. Because, again, like, he's a septuagenarian, so you kind of mm-hmm. lose fat as you age. But he looks phenomenal, honestly. I don't even want to lie. He looks phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, moving on from nightmarist visage the nightmarish visage that is Mickey Rourke I mean, God damn. Um, what are we gonna talk about shit damn I yeah. forgot what I was gonna say um, I was gonna say something shit hey man hey. have you seen I am Groot I am Groot that the show yeah I haven't seen it I saw one episode I saw one episode out of curiosity, it. man. It was, it was there was this yeah, episode where he he's like, the, yeah, uh, the first Guardian movie, like right after, because he's like still baby Groot. So mm-hmm. there's this episode where he finds this little civilization under a rock, and he's like, you know, he basically he's basically like their god, so he like you know he gives them like water and like he puts a leaf on near there and they like eat it he basically like takes care of them and you know like i mean that's cute that's cute until he accidentally murders them all by like stepping on them by not not noticing it's like oh oh, shit my god that's kind of (laughs) dark dude it's like no because he's to them he's huge and he like yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. A, so, he's a god. Yeah. He's not he's paying attention. Guy. He accidentally like squashes him and it just ends with him standing there like, oh shit. <laughs> Damn. I mean, that's cute though. I think... Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the show is marketed to. Maybe kids. Like 5 to 7, 7 to 9, 9 to 12. I don't know. But yeah. it definitely wasn't marketed for us. You know, we're 23. So, good luck. It's not really like we were clamoring for it or anything. Like, gee, I wonder what Groot yeah, gets up no, to in his no, spare time. Because <laughs> even like the Guardians Christmas special, like, I want to ask for it. You know, it's coming, but, you know, no one asked for it. Yeah. We wanted Guardians Volume 3, so. Exactly. Uh, I mean, hey, he's not getting Adam Warlock. And, my God, Will Poutier's and fucking mess. And buff-ass Will Poulter, like, jeez, man. I don't understand how he's bigger than Chris Evans. Jeez, <laughs> bro. Just okay. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna quote this because it's just a random picture that I've already sent. Look at the picture of him standing at Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> the arms on he's that standing, man. He's, he's Broly. Like he's. This thing of Broly, oh man. 
This dude is straight up Broly. <laughs> I never thought I would see someone who's bigger than Chris Evans in MCU. I did. So that's just crazy. Like, that's just crazy. Yeah. They should have had him I mean, be there more. Because he kind of had like a glow up of the century, to be honest. Like, if you ready to think about it. Yep. That's a crazy glow up. Because he went from like, just go with it. You know, weird kid who might sniff glue to fuck, I'm a god. You know? Yeah. What's with you in the sniffing glue, man? You use that description, like, like what the, like he looked like you, know he, you did that with the the kid from <laughs> thing. You were like this kid. He looks like he eats glue. What the? You know what? There were many kids at my at at Northlands who sniffed glue, and they looked a lot like Will Poudier and the other kids I've mentioned before. Yeah, the kid from uh, Obi Wan. Yeah, young Luke. Yeah, like they, they all look like that. Just a, a, a weird white kid with a buzz cut. Just weird individuals. The one guy even 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 failed grade one. I remember uh, his 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 name was Matthew. White kid, possibly autistic. I'm not sure, but he failed grade one. That was so crazy, and it was so crazy because even even as a grade one, and then a grade two, I was like, damn. Belgrade one, you know, like yeah. it says something when I, an eight-year-old, am commenting on the fact that you failed Belgrade one. Because <laughs> failing wasn't a big thing then, you know. There yeah. was no talk about failing. You were kids. Because nobody failed like, grade one, man. Failed, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, grade one? <laughs> <laughs> we <just> started. <laughs> How do you we bust out the gate? <laughs> like, how the fuck are you busting out the mean? gate, man? Come on. Yeah. Dude. So he was like. Oh, even crazy, and then, he, and then he failed grade two. So they failed grade one. Uh, he did it again, he passed, barely. And then he failed grade two. And I was just like, fucking hell, this guy's been for some trouble in his life. <laughs> so, we had a yeah, dude like man, that, man. if you remember correctly. We had a dude like that at Northwood, remember? Yeah. Oh, shit, was that? Yeah, he was ahead of us when we arrived. Like, when we were in grade oh, eight, he was in grade nine. Was Matthew, wasn't it? Yeah, he was also a Matthew. Oh my god, that's crazy. Hey, dude. Yeah, you, no, no, no. Matthew. You know what would be crazy? If it was the same guy. That would be fucking crazy. If somehow it was the same See, dude. It almost would have been him if Matthew was born in 98. Yeah. And he wasn't ahead of us. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. Born in 98 and you're two years behind 99s. That's insane. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Oh, shit. But yeah, you know what's more ridiculous? What? Will Podier. Dude. Look at this man. Like, he's built like a monster. Like, what is this, man? Jesus, man. Juice. And what's more impressive <laughs> is the fact that... And, see, here's the thing. He did that without Marvel's best trainers, Marvel's best this and that. Like, he's been buff, you know? Yeah. There's a movie even from, like, 20... From 20 uh, 18 he's like it's it, it's it's some rom-com thing but he's buff in that movie and he's buff now so i don't know what regimen he went through honestly i don't know who broke his heart i don't know like puberty hit that but, motherfucker like a truck just damn dude 
it says something when I'm comfortable enough in my own masculinity, when I can safely say, I, honest to God, I will never be as big as ever. I, I accept that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I will never be as big as him. And I don't want to be. That's crazy. Yeah. That's just crazy. I don't I... want to be that big because when you look that big, you, you, you kind of look weird in some outfits. Yeah. And I still want to look good in a lot of outfits, you know. I would say I'm like, ideally, I want to end around being Jordan. Like, that's the ultimate. Like, that's the cutoff. Yeah. I'm kind of like 2014 B. Jordan. I'm not like there. Like there. Creed B. Jordan? But I'm not going to go higher. Yeah, like 2014, pretty fantastic. You know, I think I, I'd probably need to work on my uh, traps. Yeah, traps. Yeah. Once I can get the traps and I can carry on bulking, it'll probably take like three, four. No, 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 that's that's too much. Maybe like two and a half to three years to reach B. Jordan, if I'm consistent. Honestly, like on a personal level, if I had to like guess like where I'd be comfortable, it would be either Enter the mm-hmm. Dragon, Bruce Lee, or Spider-Man Homecoming, Tom Holland. Like either one of those, I'm good. You know. Not know your home, Tom Holland. It's pretty big in that. Yeah, but he was he was like. Hey, dude, like, you saw him in, in Uncharted, like, he was big then. I'm like, nah, I'll never be that big. I'll never be, like, that kind of six-pack guy. But, like, you know, like, I'm good, mm-hmm. like, being homecoming. So you want to be, like, lean and cut? Yeah, that's why Basically. I led with, like, um like Into the Dragon Bruce Lee. Because, like, he was, hey, dude, he was shredded. He was the epitome of shredded back then. Yeah. Yeah. You see, with Holland, he kind of has, like, this weird predisposition to not looking buff sometimes, just because he's short, yeah. but he's very buff. He is buff. You know, he's, so, and, and, and again, his height also affects his musculature. Yeah. So, whatever Tom Holland weighs, it's probably less than say Muhammad you know just because Tom Holland is so short but because he's so short it's so easy for him to look that good but he's probably like much lighter than Muhammad even so yeah very interesting body type that he has yeah he has like a Mark Wahlberg body type yeah that's what it is Mark Wahlberg body type Uh, I mean not, not, not Mark Wahlberg at 40, Mark Wahlberg at 25. Oh, okay. When like, he was still a model. Yeah, or, underwear model. Uh, jockey or something. <laughs> Dude, that's the funniest shit about that. Like, because I didn't know Mark Wahlberg was an underwear model. I heard it in the most random place, like, ever, man. <laughs> I was like, what? I was watching. Dude, I was watching um an OSW review about, like,. Like, this one WrestleMania where, like, Donnie Wahlberg was the host. Like, out comes Donnie Wahlberg, and he, like, introduces the show. You know, welcome to WrestleMania, like, shit like that. And it turned out that um, in the days leading up to the show, like, Donnie Wahlberg talked to Vince McMahon, and he wanted to get his brother, like, a gig doing something at WrestleMania. You know, like, just, just, 
He wanted to get his this brother Mark some work, and Vince McMahon looked at him. He was like, "The underwear model." Like just. <laughs> Now? Are you actively are you actively saying nice think, shit yeah. about Mark Wahlberg? This is a surprise. No, 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 no. He's still a he's still a person who committed hate crimes. But <laughs> he, gets, like he gets overlooked because he's a short man. Mark Wahlberg is five foot six, and that's very short for a man. Tom is five seven, so you know slightly you know clipses him, but that's short. I mean, Kevin Hart is short. Kevin Hart's like five five three. He's like five three five four. But Mark Wahlberg is, is also short. And because of that, I feel like his physique is overlooked. But you see that picture I sent you? Yeah. That's a big man. A very big man. Not just a big man, a very big man. When people at The Rock get more shine, because The Rock is like six foot, six foot three. Yeah. <clears throat> Shame. It must suck to be him, because you spend so much time, you know, sculpting your body in your middle age. And literally, no one takes notice, and no one cares. <laughs> I think with him, it's mainly down to because he's always starring with people bigger than him, and like, oh, people taller than him, so that like, yeah. Taller, it's never yeah. Taller, yeah. Yeah. Shame, man. <laughs> like he just does all this work for nothing, you know? Because you know, it's not like he does a movie role that requires him to be big. He's just big by default. He doesn't need to be big for anything. Oh, you know, shit. you'd never be a superhero, so it's like... He tried to, big, in that, um... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was that movie, I I don't remember, I don't even remember what it was called, but, like, he was this immortal dude, like, and there was this evil organization after him or some shit, like, I don't... I think that was him trying I mean, to branch into like superhero a, shit. like a James Bond kind of thingy, saving the world very you know diehardy yeah oh infinite yeah. yeah it was it was released on it didn't even have a cinematic release it was straight to paramount plus it was called infinite yeah yeah and then you say this here in an interview that he did in february um 
you've never thought of doing a superhero role just because you haven't had the idea of a costume. That's a dumb reason. <laughs> to be honest, that's a dumb reason. You turned down all yeah. that money? Bullshit. Because, like, cause like we've, we've got some very good tailors in the industry. You know, tailors that can make your outfit comfortable. Yeah, can man. make you feel at, at ease. That's a pretty dumb reason. Like, this isn't like the 1990s where costumes were death traps and you couldn't pee for 20 hours. No, like, come on. That's a dumb reason. Oh, you wouldn't want to wear a costume. Like, man, come on, dude. That's bullshit. Like, like no wonder no one costs him. He's just, he's kind of a miserable man. And it's probably because he's short, because no one really takes, takes notice of him. Like, it's, it, it says something when people only take notice of you because of the things that you do, like the crimes that you, that you commit. Yeah. It says something. It's very sad. Eesh. But with, um, man, the dude, it's not like he's hurting for money. I mean, he can say that shit. Yeah, he's, like, cause, he's you know. like worth 150 mil, last I checked. Yeah, so he's sitting them there comfortable. I mean, he can say like, ah, I wouldn't do a superhero movie. I don't need to. So, yeah. Exactly. Even if he did, who would he be? Just, that's the thing. Who the fuck would he be? Even if he was like, yeah, I'll do a superhero movie. Like, the fuck would we cast you as? I remember seeing some cartoons of Wolverine. What? Quite a few. Man, he's... Because he has, he has the size, he has the height. He has the potential ferocity, you know. His voice, though. He doesn't, he doesn't look like a good man. So I can see him being a Wolverine guy. His voice, though. I just... I think his, his insufferableness is the only thing that's preventing him from being very successful in Hollywood. Yeah, but he's still... kind of an asshole. No, no, he he is an asshole, but yeah. But dude, just when you said like like, oh yeah, there's some stuff he could be Wolverine back in the day. I'm just like, I I don't buy it with that voice though, man. Like his voice, he, his voice ain't squeaky, but dude, hey. it's very uh, high school. Yeah, yeah. the yeah, he, the guy's a meme, dude. That that like, like, say hello to your mother for me. Like just, oh, dude. You know, like it's very yeah. I don't buy that guy. It feels, like, it feels like an off brand Ryan Reynolds voice, if you really think about it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah. It's like an off brand Ryan Reynolds. Oh, hey, shit. You want to say cool? And, you know, and then, like, he punches you. Like, what are you doing, my wallet? Dude, man, just. Oh, yeah. dude. But with, um. Crazy stuff. Man, you think. Could you imagine where we'd be if um, Hugh Jackman wasn't Wolverine? Like, if they had somehow managed to stall until Dugray Scott was able to, like, come back. Like, just, where would we be now? Because, hmm. dude ain't a bad actor. still be in the same place. Really? Here's the thing. I think the timeline would be relatively unchanged. But, we would never be we never be speaking about how he looks so bad, you know? Yeah. I don't think he could ever become as buff as Hugh Jackman was in DOFP, which was his peak. And another thing, why, like, why are these heroes' peaks so later in the game? Like, Hugh Jackman in X-Men 1 is smaller than me. He was kind of puffy, I'm not so, gonna lie, dude, just... 
he had no definition. Just a lean man, you know. Yeah. X2, you can't really see what he's working with because he's wearing a leather jacket, you know, for like most of the movie. He's wearing a leather suit after that. So you don't really see his X2 physique. X3, last stand, you do see it because that's when he starts wearing his trademark turtleneck. Like his, not turtleneck. Tank top, uh, yeah. White beater. So, you know, then then you really see, you know, the Hugh Jackman biceps pop out. They're not as big as they will be, but they're big now. He's clearly gone to gym now before this role. Yeah. But I, I don't think a person like Scott would have been able to match the physicality of Hugh Jackman in, say, The Wolverine and in Days of Future Past, particularly the scene where he first, you know, arrives in 1973. Because that scene, I'm watching the behind-the-scenes commentary, and he was saying that he he had to dehydrate himself for 12 yeah. hours before that shoot just to get his body fat down. Yeah. And he also curled some weights to make his veins pop. Yeah. I saw the, the behind the scenes on the I DVD. Mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of what they do in any case for most movies. Like Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier, the shirtless scene where he's in Sam's apartment. They film yeah. that scene first because, you know, you have to see Cam's biceps. And the, the problem with shooting those scenes later the problem with shooting those scenes as they occur in the movie... The actor can't that stay that big. By the time that you reach that scene in the movie, you know, months have passed and the actor, you know, has deflated. So you want to get those shirtless scenes out first and really shoot them, you know, as like the main... Yeah. Uh, like you want to capture that first before anything. And the and rest of the scenes okay, come in can, reverse. You can yeah. down the training. You've already got what we need. You can put on your, you know, your, your, your superhero suit now and not train. It's fine. Because Cap, Cap was like beefy when he came out of that part. You know what's funny? Chris Evans was the smallest, his absolute smallest, in The Avengers. Yeah. Like, I I saw this picture in the morning, and I'm looking at his biceps. And yeah, I know that suits can disguise biceps, but he's not nearly as big as he was in his first movie and his third movie. Oh, his second movie, his third appearance, rather. This is this is uh, this is like Chris Evans at his smallest, both legs and arms. He's just like a puffy doughboy here. And again, it's because for that movie, he didn't need to be shirtless. He had the suit on most of the time, so which they filmed after the Captain America movie. So he still had him looking buff but when he puts a suit on he shrinks and it's literally because he is not as big like he really like physically isn't yeah <clears throat> you know he's eating junk food at that point he's you know doing yeah. whatever he's relaxing basically basically but it didn't matter yeah. because there was big things happening in the movie then focusing on Chris Evans slightly smaller bison that we've spent so much time focusing on O's physiques throughout this day like man <laughs> oh shit I think it's because of Namor yeah think about this Just... we've never spoken about physiques before why did we start now Namor I mean we did we start talking when Kamel Nanjiani got all big that was a surprise though 
that definitely caught me off guard. Oh yeah, that was like a, I was like a holy shit. Yeah, because he was always like the pudgy, you know, dad bod type comedian guy. You know. Yeah. You never got the impression that he wanted to better himself, and he seemed comfortable as he was. But then, two years later, Kablamo, he's fucking massive, the size of Hugh Jackman, quite literally. And it's just like, what the fuck, Kablamo? What's going on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. But after when once that teaser trailer for Wakanda Forever came out, then it's just like, whoa, man! Like, what what's going on here? Just... Man, yeah, no, it it greatly like just depresses me. <laughs> it greatly depresses me when I see Kumail looking as big as he is, and then on 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 the right. You have Namor, who is smaller than like a, a matric rugby player, and it's just so sad. Like it really does depress me. I don't want to lie, dude. Because like Namor's a pretty cut guy in the comics. You know, he's not like Thor buff, but he's quite buff himself. You know, mm. yeah. given that you kind of have to swim through you know, ocean water and stuff like that, you know, water's pretty heavy and the water for shining the ocean. Like, Namor is a traditionally very, very, very cut man. Yeah. You know, but damn. Yeah, man, what, what can we do? We can't do anything, really. We yeah. can't do anything. We can't even blame the dude because it's like, it's not his fault, man. Like, circumstances prevented yeah, you, him, know, you know. He could have looked like Kumail if he had, like, I don't know, two years. Thanks, you know, so thanks, Latita, for doing that. Stalling production and all that. Thank you for that. We really... Delayed production for, like, oh, my God, man. Like, six months is a long time to delay something. Especially during COVID. That's a lifetime in COVID years. So, yeah, man, I don't know. I guess we have her to blame for Namor being, you know, not big. On on uh, the bright on, side, on you the know, upside, yeah. Namor, he will appear again. You know, I don't see this being like the Eternals, where they appeared one time and you might not see them again as we given Feige. But we are gonna see him again, and you know, a, maybe an F four movie, maybe another Black Panther movie. But fortunately, the one thing we can latch on is that he will be bigger. Because COVID is over. Well, the pandemic is over. COVID is still a thing, but the pandemic is over. Yeah. So, you know, you can go back in the gym, you can take as many steroids as Marvel Studios pumps into his body. And hopefully one day we will see Huerta at his physical peak. Hopefully. At the very least, he'll be more shredded, you know. If he's not bigger, he'll be more defined, yeah. yeah. I think that's I mean, the biggest honestly, problem with like his physique I, I now. Will, it's like he's not defined enough. Like, yeah, yeah. like I will honestly take because he he's not he's not skinny. Yeah, he just has no. He's he's just not big and he has no definition. Yeah. Yeah. And for a dude he's who like spends a, his life underwater, he's he like needs a very that. a very in shape forty year old man. Yeah. Well, not very in shape, but an in shape forty year old man. He's a Bali dog. He no he's, he's a Bali. Like, yeah. You know, he's, 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 he
exactly. You know, he's, he's got a bally body. <laughs> which isn't bad. It's not bad at all. Yeah. It's, like, it's not like a dad body with, with the color or dry or whatever. Yeah. But he's just got a bally body. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. Uh, and I, and nothing wrong with that, but for the purposes of it being Namor, there is something wrong with that. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta pick and choose. Oh, it's tragic. It's tragic though, man. Like, but on the DC side of things, that yeah. does not happen. Everybody's in shape. Even like, it's, it's, it's crazy, right? It's crazy, dude. Everybody's in that shape can, over at DC. Green like, Levi is big. Wayne is big. Momoa is big. Henry's big, uh, uh, Affleck is big, Gal is cut for a woman. Like, the people who aren't big, and it was only one person, it's Lex Luthor, and even fucking Manganello, because he's slated. Like, everyone is big. Everyone. Yeah. I mean, Crazy. Ezra Ball Miller. The Flash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he's not supposed to be big, he's the Flash, but, so, yeah. He's kind of like, see, the thing is, when it comes to The Flash, Barry Allen, live action-wise, he's never really been done true justice, just on a physical scale. Even just look at the, looking at the character as a whole, like just looking at the character and how he normally looks like. He's a six-foot-two man, blonde hair, blue eyes, very in shape. But in the, in, the, in, the, in the TV shows, he's a brunette. Okay, Grant Gustin is like, he's 6'1", which is fine. You know, he's, he's a tall actor. But he's kind of lanky and he's got brown hands and brown eyes. So he's not like, he's never gotten a comic accurate Barry at all. So, you know, that's, you know, that's a slight problem. I mean, it doesn't bother me that much, but probably because I'm not a DC fan, you know. If I would, I would assume DC stands are like very hurt by the fact that they've never gotten a, 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 a truly comic accurate Barry. Because if anything, Barry Allen looks like Stevie Rogers if you really like. If you look at it, it was. Um, That's how people were like in, they want yeah. to play the Flash as well. I remember. In 2018, there was this um, this like outcry that Grant Gustin was too skinny to be the Flash. I'm just like, that's kind of bullshit, man. Like the Flash runs, he runs. Like he's got to have that athletic athletic build, you know, like the the build of a dude who like runs a lot. Yeah, so I get that. To say he's too and skinny is bullshit. So, yeah. With, like, arms, lady, certain heroes, because. In the comics, dude, everyone has cut, you know. A 12-year-old character in, in, a, in a comic book will have rippling muscles. You know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Like, you can't... It's hard to remedy because at the end of the day, you have to find someone like that. And not a lot of people are like that. And to be like that, you got to train for a very long time. And most of the time, it's pretty counterintuitive, so you might as well just start filming that shit now, you know, The Flash, The Flash TV show. Although, we did get close in terms of, like, a comic-accurate character. Like, the closest we got was Ben Affleck's Batman. He's, like, the most comic-accurate Batman. Well, yeah, he's, he's 
the tallest and the biggest Batman actor, but I would also say that Bale in Batman Begins is just as big as Affleck in uh, BVS. It's just that Ben is slightly taller, so his physique stands out better because Christian Bale is my height. He's I mean, not just big, not just like size. I mean, like Affleck, in Affleck terms is of like yeah. six four. Yeah. So Affleck is a tank. Yeah. The thing is, like, I mean, like, yeah. in terms of comic accuracy, like, he is the most comic accurate ma- Batman. More than Bale, Battinson, and, you know, even Keaton in them, Ben Affleck was the most comic accurate Batman. I guess in terms of... Well, yeah, because I, I, I think I mentioned, like, a long time ago. Oh, by the way, at 8, I'm pulling out. I've really dressed. I was... I was Dressing while we're talking, so at at eight, yeah, uh, we'll be at like eight thirty. But yeah, as I was saying, with Ben, as I mentioned in, in the group a long time ago, well, a long time ago, but like maybe a month ago, Ben quite literally does take a lot of the aspects. You know, he has he has the height, he has the build, he has he has the attitude, he has the swagger. Uh, he has a lot of things that take this being Bruce Wayne. It, it just works, you know? Yeah. It just works. But I think also he just kind of fell into that unfortunate pit of it, just everyone hating every person cast as anyone in DC. Like, I, I, DC is very weird because for some reason... It, Every time someone is cast, there's always some backlash and stuff. You know, Marvel gets it more nowadays. But DC, man, right out the gate, since Michael Keaton, they've, like, they've, fans have always, like, hated whoever they picked, which is so strange, because, like, damn, fans, give, give us some time, you know. But, uh, I will admit that there was definitely a sizable subset of the fandom that showed... Uh, a lot of support to, to Affleck purely because he's very comic accurate. But again, you can't please nerds. So you know there were a lot of there were there were there, there were there were people who complained. You know, mm-hmm. but not as much as the people who complained when Keaton was cast because Keaton was five nine. He's like 170 pounds of no muscle. He's got a big forehead and a very questionable hairline. He's the least Bruce Wayne looking. Bruce you've gotten, you know. Even though the internet didn't exist, the internet was mad. Just, ew. Oh, yeah, man. Those letters, I don't think they'll ever get as many letters because, again, it's the modern day. Yeah. But, man, it, it, like, imagine getting 350,000 letters. Letters, like, that's a lot of paper. That's that's crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't drop out of the movie just because of the hate. But I guess he didn't really care because he was kind of a, he's kind of like a very zany actor in his, in his time, you know. Did a lot of coke. Yeah. And I did Beetlejuice, Mister Mom. He was kind of like a, I don't care, hate me. I like yeah. him, kind of guy. With um, in regards to like him, dude, I was, I was kind of surprised when I saw like there was a different guy that was gonna be Batman because like. The first Batman movie I ever saw was Batman '89, and because I, I saw, luckily enough, I saw these movies in order because there was like a special, you know, like um, like ETV would run these like 
specials like oh like uh for this month we'll be playing nothing but batman movies so i saw the movies in order and i was okay. surprised when the third movie came around and it was like i was like Who, who's this like i know this is Val Kilmer, but oh, what for, the fuck is yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i was surprised he didn't like have the whole franchise to himself because normally that's how it works like whether it's james bond yeah, or they, yeah they really did not trust um enough which is strange i mean it's, it's it's not strange this is dc talking about you know they always hire directors it's, you know it's their it, it's their shtick and then it's in superman too but like the first guy knocked it out of the ballpark why wouldn't you trust him you know like with snyder i understand they expected a particular benchmark for the movie it didn't perform to said benchmark and they took decisions afterwards to try and i don't know save face like but with yes, keaton there was, was no benchmark plan, man there was it sense because <laughs> yeah he had he had a particular goal and he didn't reach it so then they just stepped in i get it it's it, it, it was it was dumb i don't support it but i get it but with keaton that movie was projected to make like 70 mil you know and he made like fucking 250 so I don't know why they would take me away from him. Like, he did everything you asked of him. So, yeah. DC is just full of monkeys, man. Yeah. I'll always say this. Oh, no, I lied. Uh, they projected 70, and it made 400. So, like, no, like what the fuck? What, why would you do that? Why would you shoot your own self in the foot to project 70 mil? Which means if you get 70 mil, you'll be happy. No, 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 you got 400. What the hell? doesn't make sense and back then like that's a lot of money in 1989 a lot of money 400 million and because spider-man at some point was the highest gross movie of all time well uh highest superhero because spider-man 2 was like 890 million you know that that was the highest ever at that point but before that it was batman 89 man not a single batman movie after Batman 89, before, I mean, up until Batman Begins, made, like, over 200 million. So, why they they told Burton to fuck off is beyond me. I mean, I know why, but it's just so stupid. It's, it's literally shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, and then we got Joe Schumacher and... Um... And then fucking, what's this, George Clooney and the campy fat man shit. Exactly. You see, Schumacher was the real shooting in the front. Like, that was the real mistake. They could have gotten anyone else other than Joel, and that person would have made a better Batman movie. They could have gotten Kevin Smith, you know. Really? Uh, <laughs> I mean... X-Men in, in the 90s. He was writing, like, X-Men... The very, the very spiky X-Men. Like, he was doing that in the okay. 90s, like... Yeah. You could have gotten anyone, man. Anyone other than Joel. Uh, funny enough, they actually, believe it or not, they apparently wanted Kevin Smith to direct Green Lantern at one point, but he turned it down. Interesting. Uh, uh, yeah. I think Kevin's very smart. You can see it dumpster fire a mile away. And yeah. He does not want to be associated with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just like, ah, I, I can see this. this is gonna be shit. I know I can direct, but I'm good. 
Exactly, because I don't think he wants his name attached to that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, he does not want that embarrassment. Like, you know, I, obviously, you see, the only reason why they picked Joe was because, um, you know, he did, like, music videos. And and they liked what they saw, so they were like, okay, let's let's try you. You know, you've, 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 you've done some pretty interesting shit. You know, you've done some, some good movies, like, uh, what's the other one? He did the best movie, the Lost uh, Boys. Saint Elmo's Fire. Yeah. Like, like that's been, from what I remember, that's like his best performing movie ever. It's like yeah, it's like ninety four percent box office. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a good movie. Yeah. But then ish, they brought him in and just oh my god, yeah. Yeah, but um, dude, it's that movie is. That movie has a lot of shit you can just kick back and laugh at, but at the everything else, it's like, oh, ish, dude, I can't watch this, man. Like, what's going on? Just, yeah, yeah. Why is Batgirl, like, Alfred's niece instead of Barbara Gordon? Like, what? Yeah, now she's like, something painting with what, what, what was it? Jesus. And... One thing I wonder, which again I've never confirmed because I've never cared enough to search. So obviously, um, Harley Quinn was introduced for the first time ever in the Batman animated series cartoon, and then she became a canon character after they added her into the comics in 1999. Right? Cool. That was them canonizing a character born from a non-comic entity. Have they ever canonized a version of Alfred's daughter who's Batgirl? No. I don't know. But I would assume that the movie's so bad, they just didn't touch it at all. They decided not to touch it and not take anything from that movie. Yep. Which says something. Dude, like, the, canc- the, the planned sequel to that movie sounded fucking, like, kind of ridiculous, because... The original plan that they had was, um, okay, the sequel, there's going to be the, the Joker's daughter, and she wants revenge for Batman killing the Joker. I'm like, wait, you're telling me Jack Nicholson's Joker actually hooked up with somebody? And, like, it, when? Get, you know, when yeah. did that happen? When could that have happened? Like, because he fell in the vat, it's, he got out, and then he started doing he crime. Like, so... He was like, what, like, 62 when the movie came out? Yeah. Who was fucking a 60-year-old with, like, very hideous scarring on your face? Like, no one's doing that. Yeah. No one is doing that. That story wouldn't have worked. Like, it would have been undermined by one question. One simple question, like, wait, somebody actually had kids with this dude? Dude. Oh, shit, dog. Oh, but so glad they just rebooted the character. They like, yeah, a vigorous-looking Joker to explain anything indicative of him fucking Harley. Because he's gonna fuck a pudgy old man. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Not only I mean, that, they but, are people, but not Harley yeah. Quinzel. But you'd also have to introduce Harley in order to introduce like the Joker's daughter and shit. So like. Because yeah. you, you don't want to make it be like, oh, uh, Joker's kid's mom 
some random floozy from a hooker ball. You know, you, you don't want that. Yeah. I mean, you could do that, and it would. I don't want to say it'd be in character because I don't know. I don't know what the Joker's stance is on safe sex. I don't know. Yeah, he's the fucking Joker. I mean, if he's scared that if he's scared of the IRS and Batman animated series, <laughs> then he probably condemnizes. Probably. Probably. Yeah. You know. Probably. But yeah. But dude, it definitely I... always has to be Harley because who's crazy enough to fuck him? Exactly. That's the biggest problem. Not just That's like. The yeah, like who's crazy enough to fuck this guy? Like Harley Quinn. So you'd have to introduce Harley in that movie as well. So yeah. Exactly. Oh shit. The plans that were kicking around that never made it to screen. Some of them were good, cause like one guy wanted to make a Batman movie with Scarecrow as the villain, and he's gassed all of Gotham and like making Batman relive his worst nightmares and shit like that. I'm like. That actually sounds good. Yeah, seeing yeah, seeing Joe Charles like like seeing you know rage and all. Yeah, that's 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 good stuff. I like that. Yeah, and some of that was actually in Batman Begins. Like some of it. I mean, he wasn't the main villain, but like he was there. You know. You think Scarecrow is main villain material, or was he always like secondary villain guy? I think. It depends on what he does, honestly. It depends what he does and how he does it. Because a person like Zemo should not be an Avengers villain. But he was, you know? Yeah. Like, Zemo worked incredibly well as a villain. And he had no powers. I mean, for a normal guy, he's quite formidable because he was he was Sokovia Special Ops. You know? So he had lots of training. As well as being a baron. So he's from royalty and he has money and whatnot. But he's just a regular guy, you know. He's just a regular guy, no serum, no nothing. Not even, like, training or back widow training, you know. So he's not beating Hawk kind of fight, for example. He, he's just not. But he still made a terrific villain. And he made a fantastic character, you know, anti-hero in fucking The Winter Soldier. Yeah. So there definitely, like, there definitely is precedent to low tier characters making good villains Look and at the i Riddler. think with scarecrow it'll purely purely defend uh, depend on how he like undertakes his villainy yeah i agree i mean just look at the riddler in the batman like like what the fuck because before that movie riddler was always you know like he had like a bowler cap, a jacket with question marks on it. You know, he was, he was a criminal. Exactly. But like, you know, he wasn't. Exactly. The, yeah, he wasn't the mean guy. But now, like, fuck, dude, creepy motherfucker with a mask, and he's like stuffing rats down people's throats and shit like that. Like. Yeah, like he's doing some very, like. I don't know what would he be doing? Would he be blowing up things? Would he be robbing a bank? Would he be? Uh, I don't know. What would Scarecrow be doing? Like, because with the Riddler, his ultimate goal was to, like, expose corruption. And then, like, blow up the seawall to, like, flood Gotham. So, so like, what would Scarecrow be doing? Would he be trying to gas the town? Because, like... 
Yeah. Yeah, it would have to be something pertaining to his arsenal. Yeah. Either he's poisoning the Gotham water supply, which is always a plot point. Even I've even noticed. That was in Batman Begins, that, dude. That, that was literally Batman more times Begins. More in my life than what I thought I would. <laughs> the... Poisoning the Gotham water supply. Like, I've always heard that. I've never mm. seen it. But I've always heard it. It was in Batman Begins. Sweet. That was how they were spreading that fear toxin with that, like, microwave beam or whatever. Like, dude. That was so... Oh, really? Yeah, man. Uh, it was Batman I, Begins. I literally dude. only remembered... Yeah. And something pertaining to a bomb. Yeah. That was that dude fucking exactly. That's why I'm like, do you think Scarecrow's ever gonna be the main guy? Because even in that movie he wasn't the main dude. He was just like a secondary he was like a henchman for the main dude. So yeah. Yeah. See the issue is the biggest issue is the fact that he was outshined in that movie. For the mere fact that I don't even remember that he poisoned the supply. Uh, it's, just, it's just like indicative that, yeah, you know, he wasn't a big, big, big player. He was a player, but not a big player. He was kind of like uh, the, the shocker guy in, in yeah, Homecoming. Yeah. The evil Dave Chappelle guy. It's kind of <laughs> like that. Like, that's how much street time he had. Evil you know? Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, that guy. I mean, he's a very good actor. He's been he's he's kind of a legend, actually. But for the sake of not remembering his name, he's Evil Dave Chappelle. Evil Dave Chappelle. Woodbine. That's his name. Yeah. I, I just remember that he had like a very cool name. Yeah. Like that guy did a movie with Tupac. That's yeah. just cool. In my books, just automatically cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And he fucked Angela Bassett. So you know. Very good guy. He was with Angel Bassett? Yeah. Damn. In the 90s. Damn, right? dog. Dude, like, this guy's kind of gangster. Like, I, I think he doesn't get a, a lot of shine just because he's kind of like a, he's kind of like, you know, like a character actor. Kind of, he's very, he's very like obscure. Yeah. But just, just because this picture exists, he's forever immortalized as one of the coolest actors ever. Like, this picture can be a poster. Yeah. Like it can be a poster, it can be a t-shirt, it can be everything. He's a cool guy. I like him. Yeah, man. I like him too, man. I, yeah. He was in Total Recall. He was in the, the remake. You know, but like... Yeah, that's when I first really started taking notice. But like... Mm. Yeah. It was... It was... You know, he was... <laughs> he kind of made me laugh in Homecoming... When he, like, punched out oh, Peter which, Parker. Uh, like, he punched out uh, somehow in Spider-Man. And he was like, you know, at first, I wasn't really feeling this. But now, I'm really, like, like I'm starting to like it. And then he looked at him and he's like, yeah. what's with the crappy costume? <laughs> and, uh, just something else. Like, how cool is this guy's life? Damn. Mazard. Right? Like, He's done so many things. Like, yeah. This this really dude's has. been around, man. Shit. He's accomplished a lot of life. Oh, there's another... Like, oh, shit. Yeah, he's done a lot of things. There's yeah. a better picture of him in Tupac. It's dude. more clearer, at least. 
But yeah, he's kind of a cool guy. He's, he's led a very interesting life. Yeah, man. I like that we just took a minute to, like, give some shine to Pokemon fight. <laughs> just randomly, like, yo. Just so random. We're just paying respect to this guy. This, you know, very yeah. terrific character actor. Dude. <laughs> Who was in a rock band and was Tupac's friend. Like, what the hell? Good, man. It's very interesting. I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, shit. Like, Scarecrow, yeah. like, Dude, Scarecrow went out like a bitch in Batman Begins, man. Shit. He he didn't even get taken out by Batman. He got taken out by Rachel. There was a scene where like everyone was all hopped up on the fear gas and they were seeing horrible visions. And when he rode up on a horse, his like head was on fire and he was scaring people. But then like Rachel like she shot him with a taser and he was like Ah oh god He ran off like what the fuck? What the fuck? Mm, I mean I mean it makes sense. But seriously, man, really I know he's just a guy, but Raish is also just a guy, man. Like, just, even he didn't call yeah, like Raish, this. Like, I mean, okay, he's Raish. Yeah, I, it's weird I mean, about that universe. Yeah. It's never really explicitly mentioned whether or not Raish is a mortal. But he probably is, but maybe not. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. hints at it. You know, like, when he comes back into Gotham, he's like, what if Ra's al Ghul is immortal, you know? Like, what if he's always been here? Like, just, like... I mean, Bruce, like, before yeah. he comes back, he's like, uh... He's like, no, you can't be Ra's al Ghul. I saw him die. And he's like, yeah, you did. But, like, what if, like, Ra's al Ghul is immortal? So just, yeah. Lazarus Pit? Yeah, who knows? So, like, Rage is still pretty formidable in that grounded world. He's like the only person who was ever truly like Bruce's equal. Because even Bane, you know, all it took for Bane to lose was knocking his like medicine mask, you know, yeah. out of position. And at that point, Bruce is just knocking the fuck out. Yep. But like, you compare it to Rage, I mean, hey, he technically did not win against Rage, but he let him die. He didn't mm -hmm. win. Kind of flies in the face of Batman's no kill rule. Like, he even says in the movie, I won't kill exactly. you, but I don't have to save you. Like, motherfucker, you're letting him yeah. die. You're responsible for his death. Yeah, like, it's it's a very lazy loophole to be like, well, technically he didn't kill. You know, I, 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 like, I never get that reason. You know, like, if, if you are hanging off a building and I have the power to save you and I tell you to your face before you fall, I am not going to save you, but me not saving you is not indicative of me killing you. I still killed you. I don't care. Like, like, no one would care. Like, I still murdered you. Because I told you that I wouldn't save you. Like, yeah. wow. It's that, it's that scene in The Boys with, like, Homelander and that chick. She was, like, she was going to jump off a building. And he went in for the save. But then after a minute, he was like, you know what? You should jump. Like, go ahead, jump. Exactly. Like, just... like, yeah, like, that's... I mean, also, he's Homelander, so he's pretty, like, ruthless. But yeah. that was a very... It was a very tense scene. Like, yeah. Anthony Starr is a terrific psychopath. Like, he plays it to the T. He's yeah. good. He's more than good. And I think it's because of his weird eyes. He has, like, very weird eyes and, like, a very 
yeah. serial killer smile. It did. Which is weird because when he's out of the character, he's just not a dude. Evil looking. Yeah. Yeah, and he actually looks good. You know, he looks pretty good when he's. He just, he just looks like a normal, mm-hmm. conventionally handsome white man. But when he's a homelander and his hair is blonde and his glasses are off and the stubble is shaved, oh my god, I would not. I would not even talk to that man. I honestly would not. Yeah, definitely look like scary Cause shit. Because I'm, I'm going to end up in a fridge. I'm going to end up in a fridge somewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna, in fucking Iowa. I'm going to end up in a fridge somewhere. Like, yeah. Dude. Seems about right. Shit. Because even in that scene, in that scene with that chick, like, she was going to commit suicide. But then when he was like, you should yeah. definitely jump. Like, she was afraid. Like, you know, uh, I, you know what? I don't. Yeah. I, I think it's like yeah. when the pressure's truly on. It's like damn, because the person who's like truly, well, not even truly. I don't want to use the word truly because that would be invalidating. But for a person who's who's like depressed past the point of no return, they would most definitely jump. But she yeah. still had a lot of hope left. Yeah. I think sometimes it's like it's kind of like a failed suicide attempt or whatever. Where it's like you don't really have the power to go through with it just yet. Yeah. You haven't truly lost all hope yet. But when you he know, was... She wasn't going to jump. But, yeah, but when he know, was, like, telling her, right. he's like, I'm not asking, I'm telling you to jump. And then it's like, you whoa, see, whoa, whoa, whoa. It took Homelander to, like, knock her back into her senses. Which yeah. is crazy. Because, <laughs> again, she had no choice. She can't say no to Homelander, because, in any case... He, he just pushed her. and throw off the building anyway. Yeah. You know, if a, if a random cop is telling me to jump, I would say, bitch, fuck you. You know? Yeah. But it's Homelander, so you're not gonna, you know, it, it, either way, you're not walking out alive because he's telling you to jump or he will push you. So what yeah. do you do? Fuck, man, that's crazy. That, that That's true, uh, like, villainy. Like, that's truly yeah. a scary thing. Because Thanos didn't make anyone jump. Thanos just, if anything, Thanos is very, he's a very mild villain. You know, like not him as a like uh, as a character, but like he he hasn't truly wished for death and you know murder everywhere he goes. I mean, obviously for the for the sake of balance and whatnot, he killed people. But the the older version of him from like twenty eighteen onwards, he wasn't trying to kill anyone. Yeah, he was doing evasive things. But, he was doing like, things to incapacitate and this and this and, even you know, even when he arrived down. on earth when he arrived on earth he could have killed the avengers when they tried rushing him Dude, he, he could have easily killed them bruce in a, like a wall or some shit bruce in a, yeah like a like a cliff like a piece yeah. of rock you know he wrapped scarlet just pretty mild like he wrapped black widow in vines he didn't even wrap her in vines he just covered the area above her in vines like he didn't wrap her up like you know fucking you know, uh, wild vines from Ben 10 would do, or like poison ivy. He just covered her with random vines on top. That's yeah. so mild. I mean, it will stop you. Because yeah. Black Widow, as a regular human lady, is not clogging herself out of vines. She's not. She's just not. This didn't seem like a, a mad titan slaughtering his way through. It was more like a dude dealing with pests. Like, just... Like, exactly. get out of my like, way. Like, like, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to fight guys. I just want to compete with my vision, guys. I just want to compete my way. Yeah. Oh, are, are, we, are we going? 
I can you know sense I mean? you're about to peace out, so I'm a good you get to it, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably. It won't be like because I'm not going out party. I can imagine my sister, my cousin, my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. I got you. Yeah. You know, dinner at the in laws. Yeah, so yeah. I'll be back in like two and a half hours max. You know. Shit. Yeah, we'll you know keep message. We'll message when you get back. So uh, until then, you know. Yeah. Have a good one. I can definitely text. Uh, guys yeah from now to because I'll, I'll literally just be like uh just on the table from yeah. the table all right on the, until you get yeah. back dog uh, have a good one man all right bro I'll... yeah you know technically i'm not even really supposed to be here right now so yeah. Might as well make the most of it. Cinderella man, Cinderella man. We wound the future to the present, paused it, don't ask how. The past, he's the sh- 
So come. 